My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are talking about unlocking stored emotions for holistic healing. Um, as you guys know that I am very much into listening to mind, body, spirit and aligning that for whole body wellness. And my guest today, Hope Pedraza, um, she's a holistic nutritionist and she'll share a little bit more about what she does from the nutritionist and, and physical side. Um, I'm sure she folds in intuition and all of that as well. Um, and I like to talk to, to women who are doing this kind of work because, you know, I always say, if you're going to work on your intuition and start following that towards better health, get a team on your side, go get that nutritionist, go get mm -hmm. that um, a physical therapist or that doctor that's going to help you kind of feed that part of your spirit as well, which is your, your physical manifestation, your physical form, while listening to those int intuitive nudges of what you need to heal within. So I'm excited to talk with Hope today about her journey and, and how she helps people. So welcome, Hope. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Molly. I'm excited to be here. You're very welcome. So why don't you share what you do? And I know your title is a little more complex than holistic nutritionist. <laughs> Go ahead and share that and exactly kind of how you, where you meet people and how you help them. Yeah. Yeah. So I am a certified holistic nutritionist, and then I am also a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. And I know it's a mouthful, but essentially that means that I use functional labs and screenings to help people get to the root cause of chronic symptoms and chronic issues and chronic disease. And so, um, my, my practice, my nutrition practice is it's really all about functionality and, and just functional healing, because yes, I do the physical pieces like you're mentioning, and I, and I use the functional labs and we kind of see what the root cause is at the physical level. But then I also incorporate, um, you know, we put together the, the energetic body and the emotional and mental and spiritual body and put all of those pieces together. Cause like you said, it is a holistic equation. It's a holistic process. So we want to you know, don't want to treat any part of the body in isolation. And, and um, I know we'll get into it, but that's you know, kind of where I brought in kind of the emotional healing and kind of those energetic pieces is because I found that with a lot of the women I was working with before I kind of put it, put, put all the pieces together. Like I have them now it, that you, that was the missing piece, right? They've, they've, they've done the diet and they did the supplements and they've been to this doctor and that doctor and this practitioner. And there's just, these are pieces that were missing. And it was, you know, we weren't treating it in a holistic way, basically. Yep. Yep. I know I had that experience when I had um, chronic um, bowel issues and mm -hmm. it was like going to the gastroenterologist fearing I have Crohn's disease or cancer yep. or something major. I'm like, I'm yep. dying here. And they're like, <laughs> we don't know what to tell you. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. Here, take some fiber in these pills. And totally. I was like, what? Yep. And you know, that took me down back in, that was the early 2000s, whatever the internet was at that time, like <laughs> Googling, trying to figure out what to do. Mm -hmm. And then meeting a Chinese medicine practitioner that then helped me understand how yep. connected it really was. I knew yeah. on a spiritual level, I believe that, but to know that there are modalities out there that really look at it. I think anybody out there struggling with chronic stuff, that's, that's the way to go. Yeah. Try it out and learn 
where those blockages are causing yep. things. Yeah, so, for sure. So what, um, what brought you to this work was, do you have a personal story of um, recovery or, um, uh, you know, helping family members? What created this uh, calling in you to, to help people at this specific level? Yeah. So similar to you, I, I had a lot of digestive issues and when I was a kid, so, you know, growing up, I had a lot of digestive issues and, you know, in and out of doctors and labs and tests and endoscopes and colonoscopies, you know, all the poking and prodding and sticking things up you and in you and all the things and all kind of, like you said, for the doctor, that final doctor to be like, Oh, you have IBS. Mm-hmm. And that was like, period, the end, that's it. Like, we don't there's know no, what it is. yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it. And so, you know, as I got older, I just kind of took it upon myself to, to, you know, to read and educate myself and that kind of thing. And, um, at some point in my twenties, i decided to, you know, I was reading about this diet and that diet and all the things I could help. And so I decided that I was going to go plant-based and this isn't like a proponent for everybody to go plant-based, but it's what worked for me. Mm-hmm. And so literally overnight, I like woke up the next day. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be plant-based. I'm going to be vegan. Let's do this. And for me, that's what worked. I, my, my allergies, my skin, my, like all these things just started to transform. I'm like, holy cow, like there's something to this nutrition piece. Right. And so I think that was part of it. The other part is I, I had this really complex relationship with food growing up. I had disordered eating behavior for a long time, like a really long time. And I think that was the other piece too, is again, this kind of awakening in my twenties where I started healing all the things, you know, I, I was able to heal that part too, and really kind of working to heal my relationship with food. And at the time I had my brick and mortar, I have a brick and mortar Pilates and fitness studio. And I was kind of incorporating a little bit of nutrition there where it's like, I just wanted to kind of give them some basic you know, guidance and accountability kind of stuff. And so I just had this basic nutrition coach certification. And when I was working with these women, I was realizing that like, 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 but in my own body, I was realizing like, okay, like this is, this is a bigger conversation than just talking about calories and macros, right? Like this is a deeper conversation. Like there are deeper things at play. There are, you know, there's hormonal issues and gut issues. And then underneath that there's like stored trauma. Like there's all these things that are compounding this physical thing that's showing up right in the physical realm. And so that's really what took me down the route of, you know, what got me here in this spot now is, is diving into, you know, functional medicine and all of that. And then bring in all the energetic work and the energy medicine that just to put the whole equation together, because I think so often we're guilty of just, and, and not, and I don't want to make it too overcomplicated, but I do think we oversimplify the healing process. So it's like, Oh, I'll just take the supplement or I'll just do this diet and it's going to fix the thing. And it's like, no, it's, I am a firm believer. I know you could probably agree with me that everything that's happening on the physical body has some sort of energetic, emotional root cause. And like, we have to get to that piece too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was singing hallelujah when I saw the magazine articles, brain to gut health has been discovered, like that your gut is the second brain. I'm like, thank you. Yes, that would make all the sense in the world given my life at the time, you know, such I mean, definitely eating nothing but junk food, junk food junkie in a big, big way. I mean, addict, basically, and and learning that that was also to numb out emotional pain, depression from childhood stuff that I had just not known how to deal with. Um, and I too went vegan for, oh, I was vegetarian for about six years, vegan for mm-hmm. three. Now I'm whole, you know, kind of flexitarian because mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. body said, you know, I need the sure. balance, Yeah. but, but that was a definite way for me, not only to learn nutrition, because when you go vegan, you need to understand exactly. what your body needs. Yes, so, exactly. so it was a learning tool, but also like a clarity cleaning mm-hmm. out tool. So it was like, it took my body that long to detox, yes. to get clear, to lose the weight. And to also during that time, 
doing the inner work of getting the coaching, the hypnosis and therapy mm -hmm. to work through all those emotions. And mm -hmm. I said, it takes all of this to oh, yeah. out of this because, yeah. you know, there are people out there that struggle with this stuff over and over and over yep. again and feel like it's their curse. Yep. It's like, nope, you can't throw a happy pill at it. You can't just yeah. push the button. You have to yeah. do all of the work. It's so, all of it. Yep, exactly. That. So, um, so just kind of a fun, quick question for you. Uh, maybe it's not so quick. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned um, that the gut, you know, brain to gut health and, and connection is a big deal. But what do you feel about um, the things that we tell ourselves, even on that subconscious level, kind of teach the body what the environment is? And, and that's that whole epigenetic kind of mm -hmm. uh, conversation that mm -hmm. if if the body is is as if it was a little child inside of us and it doesn't know mm -hmm. the outside environment, whatever we're our attitude about our outside environment, what we're telling ourselves, our self-talk, like all of that is feeding into the stress mm -hmm. levels that our body mm -hmm. is experiencing. So can you talk a little bit about that? Cause that fascinates me. And I think yeah. it's a huge piece of the health puzzle. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And I'm a huge uh, proponent of epigenetics and, and I find, you know, a lot of times I have, because, you know, I have, I have clients who are kind of all across the spectrum in terms of, you know, what's going on with them chronically. And I have some that, you know, they've been dealing with this chronic, whatever it is, chronic issues for years years. And they've been told, like, you just learn to live with it. This is, you know, it's as good as it gets, blah, blah. And they've been told all the things. And it's a hard thing for people to grasp, like the, just the concept of epigenetics where it's like, oh, wait, like these genes can turn off and turn on. Like the, I, I can actually change the environment that these things are, you know, showing up on. And so, yeah, I'm a huge proponent of that. And, and I think that that's, it's such a huge, um, I guess underestimated is the word I'm looking for. It is an underestimated piece of the, like the self-talk. Cause I know I can speak from personal experience too. And when I was kind of working through my relationship with food and all of that, like I, I never realized how like terrible I talked to myself, like the terrible things I would tell myself and like how, like, I know there's things that can cause that to happen, but then like the, like the, the emotional effects of that, like the emotional effects, of, emotional effects of the self-talk and how, how like embedded that gets, you know, it gets so embedded into just your being and who you are. And I mean, th that was a process. And, and I, I want to say that too, like the healing process is a process, right? Like it's not, mm -hmm. it's not an overnight thing. It's not like, Oh, you know, a couple of years and it like, it's a process because I still have to catch myself sometimes where I'm like, hold on. Like, why are you, why are you saying that to yourself? Like, it's a process. And I, and I think that the, the negative self-talk, the limiting beliefs, like that's such a huge piece. And, and that's a really hard one to untangle. I'm thinking of one of my clients right now, like that's such a huge one for her. And it's, you know, she's her, her body and her mind are like on two different pages where her body's like, help me, help me. And her mind's like, but no, I've already tried all this and it doesn't work. Like it's so hard to get those on the same page. And she's telling her, well, I've done this and I've done this and I've tried this doesn't work. And this happened and this happened. And so then you get into kind of this victim mentality where it's like, well, nothing's going to work now because you've already convinced yourself that it's not going to work. Constantly saying it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a, it's a huge piece of the, of the puzzle. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, so, you know, this work that you do is a calling, um, obviously it's your healer and you've found your modalities that, that resonate with you. Can you share a little bit about, you know, when you take, took the leap from, you said you were a teacher, did some dance teaching, some high school teaching or school teaching in general. Um, what was it like when you realized like, all right, I need to do 
this over mm -hmm. here. This mm -hmm. is a stable job and I like it, but I need to do this. Yeah. I'd love to yeah. hear about those leaps. So uh, yeah. go ahead and share that if you would. Yeah. I love to hear about people's leaps too, because in, in, you know, trying to help people do it, it's like, you can't, you can't ever convince somebody to do it. Like you have to have that inner knowing that like, okay, it's time, right. It has to come from that inner knowing. And for me, yeah, I mean, that's what it was. I was, I was teaching high school. I was at coach cheer and coach dance. And I, I had just started my, uh, Pilates and fitness studio and I was doing both for a while and it was horrible. <laughs> it was just horrible. Like I was and at the time, you know, I didn't have kids. I was single. So, you know, there was that less, you know, demand on me, but I mean, it was a lot, it was just a lot trying to manage both. And so, you know, it, it, the, and I think about this, it's funny because I, I thought about this not too long ago, but when I made the decision, because I feel like, like if me now with making the decision, I feel like I'll probably, I'm, I might not have made the jump, but, but it, I don't know. It was like, I, I didn't really talk to anybody about it. Like I didn't like, you know, go to a therapist or counsel. I didn't talk to my parents. I didn't, I was just kind of like, it just felt right. Like, yeah. I think I'm just going to do it. Like, it just, you know, I mean, it would try it now. I can always go back and do this if it doesn't work kind of thing. And um, I just kind of did it. And, and it was that, that calling, right. And that's what it was for me. It was this calling in my soul. And, and I honestly, I knew I wasn't going to teach forever. Like, I mean, I, I liked it. Okay. But I wasn't, it didn't, it didn't fill my soul. Like it wasn't what was fueling my soul. And I liked this, the wellness and the movement. And the, like, I, I just loved that piece. And so it was just that calling and the inner knowing, and then just me being like, all right, let's do it. All right. Rock and roll. <laughs> She's like, I'm leaping. That's, That's it. And sometimes that is how it goes and, and not overthinking it and not yeah. trying to justify it or yep. check with other people. Exactly. Giving you a high five through the airwaves. Um, <laughs> not, not asking everybody for their opinions because that can just totally get you stuck. Um, but you know, along the way, you mentioned too, that human design and discovering kind of you know, th this can be true of astrology, numerology, human design, and, and that one's cool because it brings together a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. But once you discovered how you're wired spiritually and energetically, that really helped you get clear in your business yes. So and, and help you follow your intuition more mm -hmm. with it. So mm -hmm. can you share about that moment and how that's been helpful for you along the yeah, way? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm completely obsessed with human design. I just, I, it's just changed everything about how I function just in life and business and all of it. And that was something I found a few years ago. It wasn't even that long ago. I was working with a spiritual coach and it was just kind of a little piece of a program I was doing with her. And it was just enough to whet my appetite where I was like, okay, I need to know more of this. Like, this is like, you know, for those who have done their human design and you've, you know, either gone online to get the free chart or whatever, and you see it, it's like this moment of like validation. And like, I feel seen and I feel, you know, it's just this moment where you're like, holy cow, like this is, this is me on my computer screen. Like this is exactly. So yeah, it was this, this moment where I'm like, okay, I need to dive in here. The more I dove into it, the more I'm like, just like mind blown at all these things where I felt the validation for sure. And I felt like all these, there were certain pieces of myself that at times I tried to hide or cover up or just not show or whatever, or it's, it was, you know, being shown on my human design chart. I'm like, no, this is me. Like, I'm not going to try to hide these pieces or cover these pieces up or try to change these. Like, this is me. It's how I'm designed. And so I think that really helped me step into like this embodiment of the, you know, the business owner, the entrepreneur that I really wanted to be, because I can embody, like, like you're saying, like on an energetic level, like I can live that out. I can, I can be myself. And then as 
I started to really embody that and implement that in, in my business, how I was running my business. And if you have kids, I highly recommend that you get your kids charts. It'll change the way that you interact with your kids and your partner, your spouse, whatever. Like it just changes everything. It, it just understanding how people are wired and you know, why they make decisions the way they do and why they're processing your emotions the way they do. It just changes everything. And I wanted to bring that into my practice too, because I find that, you know, when you're looking at wellness through like the lens of human design, I find that so often, and then I felt this in my own life, like you, you live according to the shoulds, right? Where where I'm doing things because I should do it this way. Somebody told me to, or whatever, Rather than really tuning in, like you were saying, helping that human design connect to your intuition, really tuning in to know what I want, like, how do I want to do things, right? And you start to meet resistance. And and I was feeling that over and over again, you know, I had used this coach and that coach and did all these things. And I was trying to do things, how all these other people were doing it. And this, because this person said I should do it that way. When we start to meet, there's this resistance. And I find that this so often is is so much of the root cause of the, you know, the imbalances and the stagnation, the blockages in the body, and it's showing up physically on the body. And so I wanted to bring that into my practice and how I'm, you know, helping my, my clients care for themselves and understand themselves because it, it's understanding yourself at a whole new level. And so just, it's really empowering to have that information to understand, like, this is how I'm wired. So now I know how to make better decisions for myself. I know why I'm doing this the way I'm doing it. And I can make more empowered decisions for my health, my wellness, my business, whatever it is, because I, I understand now. Yes, absolutely. You can foster that self-trust and be very validating. And it's it's been new to me actually since starting this podcast. I started to meet human design coaches. I'm like, what is that? I have not. <laughs> and I, I know it started back in the 80s, maybe the yeah. 70s, but it's just grown in popularity over yep. the decades. And mm-hmm. yeah, getting getting my basic chart done, I was like, yep. And it, it, it was like <laughs> that, you know, follow through from again, like getting my birth chart done or, you yes. know, getting that numerology. It's like, it's, I love those tools because especially for for those who live intuitively and prefer to do that. It's like, here's this information that Mm -hmm. validates what I'm feeling to be true. And I I knew it before I read it, but like, thank you. Yes, it is right there on the screen. And I think that is, we have to feed the intellect those kinds of things so that it doesn't doubt that kind of mysterious intuition that's Mm -hmm. flowing through us, that mysterious knowing that doesn't have any facts to back it up or whatever. Um, So that, thanks for sharing that, that I think that's really cool. And uh, listeners, any, anytime you have the opportunity to get any chart like that done, give it a try because it's, you're going to find some validation, take what, take what you can use, leave the rest. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's something you might find something that you just dive into just like uh, Hope did. So you just Mm -hmm. never know. I'm always a a cheerleader for anything that connects you to your spiritual awareness. So (laughs) very cool. So you mentioned, um, you know, your greatest success with this path has been deconditioning um, kind of family stuff, ancestral stuff and society stuff, um, biggest of all, and going through your own personal spiritual awakening. So can you share about how how that how that is for you each day, knowing that you're through the thick of that and and feeling accomplished in that, that knowing? Yeah, it's, it's a, you know, it's such a big step in your personal growth. And honestly, human design was such a huge tool for me in that way. And just learning about, you know, the, where the conditioning was coming from, you know, where it was kind of living in my body and kind of working through that. And that was a huge piece of the kind of unlearning, but it really is, it's such a, it's so cliche to say freeing, but it is a freeing thing to, to really, you know, live out your truth without the conditioning and without the, um, 
just that feeling. And, and I didn't realize it until I kind of started the deconditioning process and realizing like I can learn who I am and it's okay if I'm different from, you know, my family or whatever, and I can have my own opinions and beliefs about things. And, and it's, it's such a powerful piece to be able to live that out. And to, and what I was going to say was, I felt like it's almost this weight gets lifted off because it's like the weight of everybody else's stuff, right? That's just kind of living in your head and in your body and kind of directing you where you need to go rather than, again, like we're talking about tuning into your intuition and really allowing that, that inner guy, that inner voice, you know, higher self, whatever you want to call it to, to lead the way without the, the heaviness of other people's opinions and thoughts and beliefs and all of that. So it's, it's just, for me, it's just been this and, and it's a constant journey. Like, you know, I don't think you're ever done with that piece and things come up all the time where it's like, well, crap, I thought I was done with that. Like I thought I worked through yes. that. It is yeah. kind of, you know, creeping back up, but it really is such a frame thing. And, and I think too, I think that's the piece of it is that you can, um, when you have that awareness, it's that much easier for you to work through the things when they do come up again. Like when these things kind of resurface or there's pieces that you haven't really like worked through all the way, it, it's just makes the process a little bit more, um, just a little more ease in the process of letting go of those things. Cause you're, you just have the awareness. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's good to know. I think that's why when we learn how we're wired, it's good to know that here's going to be the weak, the weak spots are kind of mm -hmm. like over here. Here's your Achilles mm -hmm. here, here, here's where you, you needed to have this experience that destroyed you a little bit so that you could rise out of it. Exactly. Um, you know, and here's, here's why you feel like you need to do something more and it's not like in your head. I think that's really good. And I know I have my things as a Cancerian, you know, Gemini rising Libra moon. I'm like, wow, okay. That all makes sense. And with the human design, it was like, yep, yep, yep. Hermit, uh -huh. <laughs> um, sacral authority yep. was a generator, you know, uh -huh. so learning uh -huh. all those cool things. It was like, all right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm set up for understanding that here's my weak point. So when they pop up, uh, it helps me not get into the egoic struggle of it all. Like what's yes. wrong with me or yes. why can I do this? Like, well, yes. yeah, this is how I'm designed. So mm -hmm. if I keep in mind the fact that my intuition is guiding the way I'm connected to something greater than myself. And that's kind of parts of my ego that we need to manage, um, you know, and not let take the wheel. Okay, we can do that. And I think yep. that that is the biggest shift we can hope to make in life. And and yeah, we're never done. Otherwise, we've always mm -hmm. got to deal with it. But at least we can look at it from a different angle. Right. And, and exactly. that's, that reframing is really important. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned too, like with that success that still today, you do struggle a little bit with comparison and worrying about the opinions of others. Does that show up in your business? Or is it more personal life? And would you just share how that's affected you more recently? Yeah, I'd say it's mostly in business. Um, and that's, you know, a lot of the deconditioning that I've worked through, but it's still, you know, those things still kind of rear their, their heads every now and then. Um, I find that for a long time, I mean, for a long time, that's kind of how I was running my business. Well, let me see what everybody else is doing. And then, and I'll do that and, you know, maybe change a little bit here, a little bit there, but maybe that's how I should be doing it. Cause it's working for them. Right. And I just, I kind of saw that as the way to success. Well, it's working for them. So it has to work for me. And then when it wasn't working for me, I was, oh my gosh. And then I'm comparing my journey to their journey. And so I think for me, that the big piece, that's kind of the, the big piece that, that I have to kind of go back to is knowing that my journey is my own. My journey has nothing to do with anybody else's journey. And because for a long time too, I always felt like, like I should be ahead further ahead than I am. Like I couldn't just kind of 
own, like, this is where I am now. This is where I'm working from. And let me own that and, and work from here. And, and again, so, you know, sometimes those things come up because, you know, you have these dreams and you have these goals and you, but you want them yesterday, mm-hmm. but I have to like trust the process and trust that, you know, all of that, all of that is being paved out ahead of me. And I'm just going to follow the next step, the next step, the next step to get to that final step. But yeah, I think just owning my own journey, I think is probably the, um, the piece that helps me through that, the comparison, and then just, um, trusting, having faith in the process and that, you know, God's leading me in the right direction. And I'm just going to keep following the breadcrumbs, <laughs> the breadcrumbs. That's it. That's it. That's <laughs> what it's all about. And it's when we, you know, when we really get into that, especially as um, entrepreneurs who are following a spiritual calling to help others heal, it's uh, it really is like that. I have a sign over here. I should put it in the back. I've mentioned it a couple of times. It says spirit is my boss. And because it's something I always would mention to clients. So one of them got me a sign that's a spirit. I love boss. that. <laughs> and, and we get in our heads about it. Like, well, we're the owner of this business and we're the ones running it. So we've got to come up with all these answers. And yes. it's, sometimes when the answers aren't there, it's just key to sit back and go, all right, I'm, I'm going to receive guidance now because yep. I'm not sure. And especially if you've got that sacral authority or, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. what, if you're not sure if it's not a yes, it's a no. If it's not yep. a hell yes, it's a hell no. Yep. So, you know, really listening to that and using that even in, in our work is very important. And and just recently, I've, I've had some nice validation from, from other people that do it other ways that you've got to do it your way. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not doing it your way, it's not going to work for yep. you. And I think yep. it's getting out there more. And we have a lot of women, uh, you know, or feminine leading people to, to thank for that, that they're right. saying, Hey, don't do business if it's out of alignment for you, yep. because it's just, no, it's not going to totally. work. Yep. And it's out of integrity too. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so sure. I pulled a few cards for you, uh, to, to check it. in on this. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So I've got actually my first card that I pull for you is the gatherer, but it's reversed. And this card is all about sharing, sharing what you know, and sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have and in all kinds of ways, it could be your resources too, and being more generous with that. Um, So you may not be showing up as strongly as you could. Uh, There may be some ways where you're being a little bit, I would, the word stingy comes up in this card description. I don't think that's a great word for you, but it's more like, oh, maybe I'm going to just tone it down a little bit <laughs> mm-hmm. just in case. I don't want to like, you know, look like who does she think she is kind of thing. <laughs> but you have a lot of skills and a lot of wisdom to share. You just need to use it differently. Mm. So whether that is doing more uh, workshops or videos or speaking and being very much more in the public eye with it, um, I feel like, you know, getting out of your shell a little bit. And and I don't feel like you have a problem with that. It's just the, what will people think? Mm-hmm. that resonates okay good so yeah you're coming out of a time of doing a lot of beautiful inner child work or at least being called your attention was called to the ways that you give um give of yourself too much or if there's any codependent tendencies in your background um just know that that's the people pleasing part and that that's you know that part of us will keep us down in terms of being in the public eye Mm because oh what if so and so from my family hears this what are they going to think or just we've just got this thing that somebody out there is going to think that i'm not not supposed to be doing this and i don't want to displease them i don't want to you know shake the apple cart 
So as you move forward, you're going through a great transformation with this. Any challenges that you face in getting more visible, it's it's actually a healing transformational journey for you to then heal that to an even more um, greater degree. Mm. So do you know, do you have anything on the horizon that you're aware of that's going to challenge you with that? Or is I that... mean, it's funny. This is all like making sense. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, it. I love to hear yeah. that. No, it is. And it's, it's, I, the past couple of weeks I've been telling myself and kind of working on some content, like I need to, you know, go do more lives on Instagram and I need to show up more on camera, that kind of thing. Cause you know, I post all the time, but it's not always my face, you know, talking and next weekend I'm speaking at a conference, a local conference here in town. It's a women's conference. And that was kind of my thing. Okay. Let me, you know, get out to more like live events. And so I've actually, this has been like on my radar. So yeah, I mean, this is like speaking to me. <laughs> cool. I love to hear that. Well, keep yes. going. Cause it is, it's like, if you don't go on the healing journey, it's going to keep coming back mm -hmm. and, and keep asking you to do it. Mm -hmm. And, um, in some ways you might feel like you're on a divine detour. Um, but the more that you can, let the feedback give you clues to the next step. Mm -hmm. So if something doesn't seem to work out or you don't like it, like tweak it, tweak it along mm -hmm. the way and let that kind of more imaginative, imaginative, magical side of you say, I can use this in this other different mm -hmm. way. And mm -hmm. I feel that you're going to, it's going to be a creative process, but don't think of it as, as being off track. If it doesn't seem to be working, it's just, you're learning, you're collecting data. Mm -hmm. um, Love that the the obstacle that you're going to need to be aware of is to watch that um that intention you have an intention to for a certain result and it may pull you out of your inner presence that that awareness that we talked mm -hmm. about that wonderful enlightened space within us when we become aware of it oh there it is um you know and then we go okay we're now we're going to do this and then it falls flat and then our, our ego goes crazy mm -hmm. and it just totally eclipses all that so i want you to consist consistently look at that as an illusion of the ego it's just over and over again the more that you see it the, the less it's going to haunt you the, mm -hmm. the quieter the volume's going to get mm -hmm. um and that's going to help you be a very powerful speaker and, and someone who helps to a great degree. So I, I do feel that in you. It surprises me talking to you today that you don't do more of that and showing yeah. up more that way because yeah. you, you feel very comfortable with it. Oh, it's thanks. Just... Yeah, I mean, and I've spoken <laughs> on stages before, you know, I haven't, you know, of course, COVID was kind of like, a you know, this blip in time where nothing was happening. But before that, I had spoken on stages before and I just kind of got, I think I, there was a, well, I think COVID and post COVID was me like trying to pick up the pieces of my business and my brick and mortar business took a huge hit. So I think that kind of derailed, um, but, and I just, I haven't had it as much my radar now, but I I'm totally been feeling the pull to do that more. So yes, totally yeah. hits. <laughs> and as you say that I feel speaking, and then you've got some kind of program or some kind of online courses that, you know, and then the success yeah. comes and you're helping people a lot, a lot of people and having a great yeah. impact. Um, that. So that feels really nice. Yeah. So biggest um, hopes and fears here are just the uncertainty of the situation, lean in mm -hmm. on your intuition and that, that knowing that you have, um, that's going to keep you safe from the struggles of putting yourself out there to a different degree. Um, my last guest last week, um, you know, we, we do weekly shows now. Um, she talked about uh, there's a new devil at every next level, next mm -hmm. level, the new devil. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. your ego coming back in a different face and yep. just notice, expect it when it comes, go, ha ha ha, I expected you. <laughs> we're not going to, we're not, not today, devil, not today, Satan. <laughs> we are going to do the thing. Um, so, and seeing yourself as a healer and a healing tool in the mm -hmm. world and setting the tone for that with your guidance is going to help you see the beauty of this path even more than you already do. Mm -hmm. And so go ahead and own that. Um, you know, healers come in all kinds of forms. 
And, and when you really say, this is what I'm doing, um, I think it, it gives a different kind of fuel to your fire. Mm -hmm. um, and so all of this is about rec reclaiming your soul, bringing your pieces of your soul that have split apart back home. A lot of people that are in nutritional therapies, herbal therapies, you know, intuitive stuff, woo-woo stuff, we were witches that were burnt at the stake in other mm -hmm. lifetimes. So this for you, I feel is a definite homecoming to where you're very comfortable and your your authentic medicine you're here to share with the world. So mm -hmm. anytime you feel like you're going backwards, just say, how is this challenge asking me to set my intentions even more sharply and to notice that I've just got to bring my soul back home and it's piece mm -hmm. by piece and I'm getting stronger and stronger and look how far I've come. I love that. I oh, love that so much. <laughs> Good. Well, I'm always happy to help. So thank you for thank you. allowing me to share your reading on oh, the air this today. This is amazing. It's just like <laughs> hits home. Like, oh my gosh, I love it. Oh, wonderful. Well, good. Well, I'm glad to be helpful. And um, so now that we've talked about the awesome stuff you do, can you share where people can find you online if they'd like to learn more about you? Yeah. So you can visit my website. It's hopefulandwholesome.com or you can find me on Instagram. I'm at the Hope Pedraza. Awesome. Very good. Well, thanks for being here today. Hope it's been wonderful. Thanks so much, Molly. Yeah, you're welcome. And thanks everyone for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.